Welcome to the Nostalgia Test Podcast, the show where two longtime friends put their mainstream pop culture past to the ultimate test, the Nostalgia Test. All right, well, welcome to another episode of the Nostalgia Test Podcast. I'm Dan Dissinger here in LA, and here are my longtime friend and co-host there, Manny Coelho in New York, Manny how are you on this fine, fine evening? What's up? Guys, if this is your first time at the Nostalgia Test Podcast, this is where we put our pop culture past to the test. Dan and I decide whether or not something stays nostalgic or it passes the nostalgia test, which means that it is still enjoyable today. Make sure to subscribe for new episodes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Nostalgia Test and on Twitter, at Nostalgia Test. Come to the website, sign up for the email, suggest a test, and the website address is thenostalgiatest.com, or go old school and email us at thenostalgiatest at gmail.com. Dude, okay, I'm ready to do this. This was, uh, this was a fun test. It was yeah. fun to, I say a couple, like, I wouldn't even call them one-liners, but I, I like imitate yeah. some of the things that happen in this, in this album. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm excited. I, I love this. Like it was so it's because I had listened to this album and I guess, you know, we'll just let everyone know like what we're doing. We're uh, putting to the test the comedian Brian Regan's album, uh, Brian Regan Live, which came out in 1997. If people don't know who Brian Regan is. Brian. <laughs> Brian Regan is an American stand-up comedian who uses observational, sarcastic, and self-deprecating humor. His performances are clean as he refrains from profanity and off-color humor. Regan's material typically covers everyday events such as shipping a package with UPS, mortgages, and visits to the optometrist. I just want to say off the bat that all does not sound very exciting. Like the way it's written, it's hilarious to like read that, but it's all really funny, which is even better. Uh, while he does not define himself as youth-oriented, Regan makes frequent references to childhood, including Little League Baseball, grade school spelling bees, and science projects. He incorporates body language and facial expressions into his act. Um, his his album, Brian Regan Live, came out in 97. Um, I think it is a really great album. I had fun listening to it. Besides that, we have to put it to the test no matter what. And I have to say that, you know, yeah, I, it was fun because I, I've listened to this a couple months ago. I started listening to it again and it was, I forgot how funny it was. Dude, this is, um, this is a good album, man. I, find it one of the best talents as a comedian. I, I don't think if you don't curse, I mean, if you curse in a, in, in, a, in a show, hey, that's great. And if you can make it work, great. But I think it, there's a different skill of keeping a joke clean and making adults still crack up and lose their mind mm -hmm. about it. Uh, there's only a few people that I like can remember. And I always enjoy it for some reason, just because like, the wordplay that needs to come out is even more inventive. You could tell they they like they work out the joke in their head. He doesn't want to curse. He doesn't want to just put, you know, the 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 punchline with a fuck or a asshole or whatever. And he just keeps it clean. And I, I feel like that's like such a talent and a challenge. And I enjoyed going back to this album. I hadn't listened to it in a very long time. I listened to a couple of other, like, 
uh, jokes from some other albums. And I know me and you went and saw him. <laughs> I think it was a Westbury yeah. uh, theater, theater in the round. Our cut, my cousin Sandra and Rob were there. Yeah, they came with us. Yeah, I I listened to this album way after it came out. Like mm-hmm. I think I think the person who got me into this was Jeff. Shout out to Jeff Marati. Mm-hmm. He got me. He's the one that threw the Mitch Hedberg CD out the window, but then ended up liking Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> but he he got me into this because I remember him listening to this, and I fell in love with Ryan Regan right away. And it's definitely fun to listen to him but again he's another one where if you've seen him it it makes even listening to the album more enjoyable because you could picture his face you could picture his expressions you know yeah no brian regan's got some of the best facial expressions and i think what's great is when we did see him live one thing i remember from that live performance is just losing my mind it is a losing my mind. Like he was so funny that I couldn't stop laughing because he is so high energy and his jokes are, they're, they're relatable. They're super relatable. And like, you know, I was trying to think about like how we've done three comedy albums now, right? There's the third one. We did the Dane Cook episode. We did the Mitch Hedberg episode. And I feel like when I think of the Dane Cook album, the main thing that we had a problem with was how the punchlines were all physical, right? Mm-hmm. Mitch Heiberg, you know, amazing one line, a great writer. Brian Regan, I'm not gonna say he's like the, he's like a Mitch Heiberg, Dane Cook, like merge, but he has that like observational, the observational humor of like a Mitch Heiberg sort of, while at the same time, the physicality of the Dane Cook, but he doesn't, his punchlines aren't physical. They're like emphasis. So you could listen to this album and just be into it immediately. I was just like, everything right from the beginning, like the U2 stuff when he's just like, yo, toe. <laughs> Don't know how to use the U2 phrase. Don't know how to use the U2 <laughs> Just in case I left the cab and I said to the cab driver, have a nice, oh, he says, have a nice flight. And I say, you too. Just in case you fly sometime. Yeah, that, that's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> that's all I'm trying to, that's, that's all, all I'm, I'm getting saying, at. Yeah. The waitress, the waitress says, "Enjoy your meal." Like, you too. You too. I'm a moron. <laughs> you know, every time you're on a break, if you, in case you eat you sometime, meal, you know, meal. <laughs> I don't know how to use the you too. <laughs> I mean, it's he, great. And like, it's, you can imagine his face because his face is just all like, Burr? like, yeah, sort of Scooby Doo like. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a character. And like his body motions and stuff, yeah. it's uh, it's it's really funny. Um, it's funny. The guy who announces him sounds like the guy who was at the laugh stop on the Mitch Hedberg episode. Yeah. So I wanted to know if there was a. Fa- I was looking for it, and I was hoping that Danny Fax was going to come through with this of where this was, where this was shot. I mean, where this was recorded, and I I want to say it might be the laugh stop because the the if you listen to the the guy the announcer. Yeah. Or then again, that guy could have been like another comedian that's always following people. It sounds like the last stop. And there are a couple of like voices or impressions, you want to say, or the voices he uses to like embody his younger self or somebody else. Kind of reminds me of Dane Cook, too. So it's funny that you said Dane Cook and uh, Mitch Heberg because I was kind of reliving them as well 
listening to Brian Regan because mm-hmm. it was there was some one-liners and observational, but like different yeah. than Mitch Hedberg. And I gotta say, this album also what especially this album he makes you be nostalgic about being a kid yeah in this album yeah like there's a lot of being a child and like what was it what it was like growing up and having siblings and like like when the kid gets hurt and he's like oh my you know and you and like one of your friends is the medic and you're wrapping leaves around the bruise (laughs) you remember remember billy (laughs) remember billy yeah you know Billy. No, you, know, uh, you, know, you know how his arm used to go this way? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not doing it's that anymore. <laughs> oh my god. And you know, we were thinking, since you're going out to get, you know, go get go to the supermarket, you could just bring him to the hospital. It's <laughs> like... Just audio was taken of this actually. No video. I'm looking at yeah. that right now. And I don't see it probably doesn't say where it was. Yeah, but, but it does. The narrator, the guy who announces him, yeah, um, does sound like it from it. Oh. It might be on the CD cover, yeah. Uh, if you ever get a hand hand on that, but yeah, looking at a picture of it, it doesn't look like it's on there. But anyway, like you're right. I mean, the nostalgia for being a kid, he really captures that. You know what I mean? Like that part is like, get some leaves, put some leaves on. <laughs> All I can think about is like when we used to play like roller hockey and someone oh, would get boy. hurt or like you're on like, I remember I was uh, riding on someone's pegs. And worst course, idea I, ever. It's worse because I was in the front too. I wasn't in the back. Okay. And it, it was with John. And, and I fell. And dude, you remember when you get so hurt that your skin is white? Like when your skin, yeah. when you're scraping and it's it's no longer purple from the blood, no. it's white. It's you membrane. know that's like the worst. It's already worst. infected immediately. It's just like, oh yeah. Jesus, <laughs> dude, my oh, skin was man. pure white, like oh. pure white. Like you, had, at that point, you know, like you're gonna scar up. Like yeah. I think I still have a scar from that accident. I still remember where I was when I fell off that bike, and like, and how. And at that point, too, like, we should have gone to the hospital. I was right by Winter Hospital. Like, he should have yeah. just taken me right there. And he's like, don't worry, man. Let's just wrap it up. I don't know what we wrapped it up with. Maybe my part, part of my T-shirt. And, like, we just rode all the way back to his house, which is on the other side of town. Oh, and like, my God. <laughs> okay. As my skin is, like, deep white, you know. Oh, dude. Um, I, was, I mean, that's the thing, like. Thinking of just that joke alone, how many times like either I hurt myself or someone else hurt themselves and I was around and you're just like that frozen moment where you're like, oh, yeah. oh no. Like, what do we do? Like, <laughs> was another do we time. go? Like, I don't know. Like, how do we help him? Like, you know. Like, we yo, get- we got to finish the game, right? Well, that is like <laughs> when we used to build it, like just the pegs thing. I don't think I, I don't see anyone on pegs because that was just a weird 90s thing, I think, or whatever. We're like, you put pegs, everyone, if you've never done this before, like these metal pegs on the back wheel of a bike, usually like one of those BMX bikes kind of, or whatever, or what is it called? The mongoose or something. The mongoose. Yeah. And yeah. the dino bikes. Yeah. yeah. You put those pegs on the back. It's like, yeah, get on the pegs. I'll take you somewhere. It's just like, yeah, okay. Well, you like, know what's uh, about the pegs is that pegs are actually used for like doing tricks on a bike, but nobody in our neighborhood was doing tricks with the pegs like they were just 
using it to like get their friend to hop on their bike. Like, so if your friend didn't have a bike, you'd go buy pegs. Yeah. Like this, this should have been like a time just like when Benny and Sandlot was like trying to get <laughs> money, get money to get a ball. Like you're like trying to get money to get like the, the new hot pegs. Like, I remember, I remember when John bought the second peg set of pegs to put them in the front. So he had two, but you, you're supposed to use that to do tricks. We, yeah. I used it to go in the front. There's somebody in the back. Like, why are three people on a bike? Like, as if we were joining a circus or something. Dude, seriously. Like, why couldn't someone just go get a bike? No, <laughs> like, and you know, the other, I used to, when I was hanging out, uh, when I was a kid, and I remember uh, James <laughs> had a bike with the pegs. And then someone got on the pegs. He's like, I'm like, yo, I don't have my bike. I don't know why I didn't have my bike. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. Sit on the seat. I'll pedal. I'm like, <laughs> what so you want me to sit on your bike where do you want me to put my feet oh no it was just me he's like put your feet on the front pegs or the back pegs and then i'll just pedal first of all that's a horrible situation your ass is in the so <laughs> that person's face but Yo, then, you didn't care back then man you no he's on a bike like this is a good idea and it's two wheels that means two people have to balance this out Get the hell out of you you're not making any turns no way. And as a thing, like listening to that, I was like, oh my God, I remember, I remember like coming back from the Wilson Park pool and I had my towel around my like shoulder. Bad idea. Because what happened? Riding my bike down a hill, the fucking towel gets caught in the pedals. It's like, and then the bike locks and you're like, what? And then oh, like God. you just fall over the, the bike. And it's like, my friends are all sitting there and it's like, oh. Oh man, it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, no, that was dude, that that whole joke was like so nostalgic on that one. Yeah, and then there was the other one I really liked uh, when he says uh, he had the station wagon. This reminded me of oh. Billy, Billy Delia. Shout out to Billy. Thanks oh, for coming. Thanks, check out episode coming twenty, on everyone. Go back. Thanks check for coming out. on Roadhouse. Check out um, uh, Roadhouse. <laughs> um, so, so he had this in his station wagon where. We would go on trips and you'd be on that little seat in the back, which was the most uncomfortable seat. And it wasn't even a seat. No. You're like, your storage. Your storage. Like, <laughs> yeah, your storage. That's it. And he's like, and you're facing the other way. And he's like, those kids back there, whole different trip. Like, yeah. <laughs> you did not have the same trip. And it's like, I no. wonder what the signs say. <laughs> and then they do sick. I hated sitting in that back seat in the station wagon. Like, facing opposite like traffic's coming at you and then that's yeah. the weird part you're looking at people driving and you're just like where do you look you can't look at them because it's like well uh, that's what brian says in his joke he's yeah. like you're just playing like that you don't want to stare at the guy looking at you it's so weird it's so weird i mean i remember like my dad always had station wagons it was i don't yeah. know why and all i did was make fun of him before it i was like why are we buying these fucking cars i'm like we're getting another station wagon <laughs> i hated station wagons and they always had that like bench seat in the front yeah um except one station wagon that we had which didn't have a bench seat in the front but now you know yeah, there are no station wagons. It's like a car that kind of vanished. There are kind of station wagons, but not like that. There's yeah. like they have um like a crossover. Yeah. Is what they would be called. But like I remember that seat back then, your knees were in your chin. Yeah, because your feet like, were there like was, up. there was there was yeah, they didn't have the little dip that they have now. Like yeah. kids haven't made. Yeah, they don't okay. get it. They can plug in like USBs back there now, iPads. 
Like we had to play license plate game, right? <laughs> okay. And imagine you get in the fight with the kid that's sitting next to you. Oh, happened all the time. The rest of the trip. Happened all the time in my car. <laughs> I could imagine. Don't look out my window. Dude, we're going to be in the car for 22 hours. Like, I mean. But Wait, he had a window? <laughs> well, if we were just the only ones, right? Like, if it wasn't. But the thing is, yeah. like, those cars also, the older station wagons that we had, the windows didn't roll down the back. It was only Gosh. that stupid window that went just to the side a little oh, bit. A little tilt. Popped open. Yeah. A tilt window. Yeah, the, the, the window for cigarette smokers. They, like, put yes, the, that's they, all they that was. the ash. You know, that's all that was, and it faced away from the wind. Yeah, so like it yeah. wouldn't lose, it wouldn't add more drag to the car. Right, exactly. <laughs> so like I got motion sick all the time. So I always had my face up against it, trying to breathe cold air, like just like. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> and so if I got caught in the middle, though, the way Brian Regan talks about the hump, like if I was like, "Oh, I was like, I got the hump." I got. The, he's like, I, I would, would, I would play the opposite yeah. game. He's like, I got the hump. That's the hump. It's the best seat, right? Yeah, Brian. Yeah, it's the best seat. Oh my god, that was a good one. One of my favorite uh, jokes on this album still is the one of them. I mean, there are many I want to talk about, but like the spelling bee joke because. Oh my god. I don't think you. This could hits do... me hard. Yeah. If anyone knows me, everyone who's listening. <laughs> everyone that's I... listening. I'm a fucking terrible speller. I one time spelled my own name wrong. And it's a joke that, it's a joke that is told every time we all hang out. So yes, oh I'm a terrible admitted speller. So when he makes sure he does the guy, he's like, he's like, it's like, yeah, the one kid, he knew he, was gonna, he didn't even want to be there the whole time. So he's like, cat, K-A-T, cat. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. He's like, ah, I knew there was two T's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But the, it's so perfect because like when he says like, all right, everybody, public humiliation time. <laughs> Spell a word wrong in front of your friends and sit down. It's just like, when you think about it now, that, I don't think you could get, I mean, I don't know if they have spelling bees anymore, but with all the regulations. They do, oh, but it's man. gotten like professional. Like there's Netflix documentaries on spelling bees. Yeah, that's gotta stop. But like, <laughs> like these people cry. They, they, yeah. they their whole life is studying the dictionary. Yeah. What happens after you win the ultimate spelling bee? I think you probably get beat up. Like you probably age out, right? There's gotta be a specific <laughs> limit. Like, cause if you're that good, you're just always gonna spell every word right. So they have to have like a limit of age, I'm sure. Now I'm interested in just knowing that, right? Because, like, imagine you're the old guy at the spelling bee. <laughs> like, you're still a you're still a spelling bee champion at like forty. <laughs> Dude, I really think though, like, at a certain age, you do you age out of people kind of uh, being impressed that you could spell well. Like at a certain point, I was like, oh, you could spell. Great. No one gives a shit, bro. <laughs> it's like, at a certain point, it's like 20, you're like 25. And it's just like, oh, oh, do you know how to spell the word? Blah, blah, blah. It's just like, no. I, I mean, it's good. It's good for like trivia games. Like if you're on a team and you have a really good speller on your cranium team uh, and they like get the yellow card, like yes. you need that person. Like yeah. my wife's really good at spelling. 
Like mm-hmm. she's always the one on my team that spells that. Like when I get the card, everyone's like, oh, here we go. Here we go. All right. So here it is. All those spellers must be no older than 15. There is no minimum age to qualify. So you can't be older than 15. But apparently, apparently, you could be any other age. <laughs> apparently, you could be. <laughs> Brian, are you a moron? Oh, apparently. apparently. <laughs> and that's a nostalgia test tangent. Yeah, if you like our tangents, you'll love all the stuff that we put on Instagram. I mean, because they're like tangents themselves. So definitely follow us on at the Nostalgia Test on Instagram. It's like we have some good stuff up there. Like, review, subscribe, and share. Please, guys. That's the only way we keep going. Everybody finds out about us. If you like us, please review us. Give us a good review. Five-star review. Pass it along. Share our uh, tangents and our tests. Oh, yeah. Definitely share. Oh, definitely, you know, because we're doing some Instagram lives. I don't know when this will come out. I don't know how many we'll have at that point. But you can check them out on our YouTube page, but you can also check them out on Instagram. They're pretty hilarious. So. All right. Hey, uh, what about waking up, you know, when the science projects do? Yeah. I remember waking up that day. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> Dude, that was the best. Because, oh, like, no. his face must have been so bad. Oh, no. Oh, that's today. Oh, no. <laughs> at nine months to work on the project. I did nothing. So I put a cup of dirt. It's like, Brian. <laughs> so what is this? Oh, it's a cup of dirt. It's like, well, tell us about it. It's a cup with dirt in it. Cup of dirt. Just give me an apple. Call it cup of dirt. <laughs> so these are the kids they get their project back like they're backing in their project a flatbed truck this kid can't even zip his own pants and he built a volcano <laughs> ah. <laughs> and then he's like the kid comes with the origami with was it not origami what does he call it the the um planetarium thing the the uh the, yeah, yeah the so, diorama the planet the diorama he's yeah. like yeah <laughs> you're breaking re- ground there copernicus Cop- yeah. no what did he say copernicus, copernicus. yeah yeah <laughs> it's like the yellow one is the sun <laughs> the okay, big but... yellow one is the sun all right can you tell us what the other planets are the yellow, yellow one. one is the sun okay dude but like it's so funny because i remember that type of shit when i was a kid in elementary school, I remember doing a science project and I did one on, I remember two distinct projects for my science fair. Oh my God. One was um, on magnets that I didn't build. My, <laughs> my dad loves this shit. He helped me build it, but my dad's like, oh, I'll help you. He basically yeah, goes, get out of my way. And he just like pushes you <laughs> aside. He's like, and then he goes, this is how it works. Now I painted this side red on the magnet and this side doesn't have paint. So what it shows you is like when there's two negative, what I'm like, how do you know this shit? Like, so I like, tapped into some fifth grade shit. Yeah. And then like, and then, and then like my job was to like, basically copy out of the encyclopedia, what magnets are and write it on a <laughs> and then the other one was the morse code project dude my dad built a thing that actually made was a like he built it like the, a the piece of metal and everything on a nail you hit the nail it was hooked oh, yeah. up to this battery pack and then it you like, hit nah, it nah, it's like, nah, nah, nah. no way he did it yeah and so everyone's that's like, awesome oh dude how does this work it was like well 
you push this down, it hits the nail and it makes the sound. It's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Morse code. I, don't fucking know. I love that your dad did that. It's like all of a sudden, like that, all these projects were just so your parents would like, get involved. Oh, dude, my dad loved that shit. It was so funny. It was so I funny. remember I had my dad, this wasn't even part of class. This is um, a Boy Scout thing. Remember the, 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 Derby, the wooden derby, wooden car. Oh God, I got a good thing. yes, bro. I, I remember I was again late, and I had to get this thing in, and I brought it over. My dad had a construction company then, and I brought it over. And his like head carpenter, he stopped. He stopped the job. He's like, make this, make this now, and they made a Porsche, a fucking Porsche. Make. <laughs> get it now. Oh, the kids are like square I, wheels. No, but I lost because I didn't know that there was like a weight limit. <laughs> you got disqualified. <laughs> I think, I don't know if I got disqualified from that, but I know my brother at Boy Scouts. Did you do the one with the boat? And then you had to blow the boat, like blow the sail. Like it blowed probably. across the wood. So my brother won. But what was funny was like his boat wasn't tipping. And everyone couldn't figure out what was going on. <laughs> so when they put it on the trophy or whatever that he won, the boy, the Boy Scout leader it was just like the holy, the troop leader guy. He was like, "Oh, what's this?" My dad had <laughs> <laughs> or like, and he's like these this nail. He, he figured out if he puts two nails underneath the boat, it would weigh it to a point where like it would just bring it down, so it didn't tip as much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was like, that's a fucking asshole. He's just like, he's like yeah, just put that there. <laughs> and they had to give him the trophy? Yeah, he was like way. a tiger cub. He was like one of those uh, tiger scout things. So they were like, yeah. oh, whatever, you know, who gives a shit? And then yeah. the person who was in charge of my Boy Scouts was an alcoholic. Like, we were... <laughs> no one gave a fuck. Hey, they're going through Nobody bankruptcy wear. right now for all their lawsuits. So. Oh, God. I never went camping. We were in Ozone Park, Queens. It wasn't like we went to some park once and my dad met us halfway through and he was supposed to come and he didn't get there in time. And I remember walking through this park and I'm like, oh, I don't know why my dad didn't come. He, he's coming in the opposite direction. You see my dad. He's like this tall monster of a man. He's got his members only jacket on his hands in his pocket all the way up here. And he's like, everyone could see this. Right? And he's walking into the park. <laughs> like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> What are you doing? They're like, yeah, you can come into the park and see this tree. If you chew this tree, it's spearmint. And then see, here these are onions. I'm like, I'm not chewing bark. <laughs> Thanks. Weeblos. Oh, God. Oh, that was great. To, uh, uh, which we call it? I thought his, uh, um, his evil Knievel one was funny, oh. too. They're like, you know, he's not really jumping anymore. He's got to do, he's doing interviews. And, you know, they always like to show him the one where he's falling and crashing. And they're like, evil. What were you thinking as you were going through the air like this? He's like, well, I was thinking, hmm, did I remember to shut the stove off? Maybe it's time to get a puppy. <laughs> and he's like, and you know, the real answer is like, I was thinking, ah, ah. Oh, wait, let me. That's about right. Ah! (laughs) Oh my God. 
Oh my god, dude! Seriously, every time he screams on that album, I lose it. I totally oh, lose my mind. He's great. He goes um with with oh. the uh, when he goes <laughs> chatter. He's, oh, yeah. when he's talking about baseball. First, oh, that wow. whole baseball joke, the whole section on point. That whole thing was so on point. He's yeah. like, I got introduced to little league baseball. Guess where I went? Right, right field. And he's like, Brian, got to turn around. And he turns around. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, stop. Brian, oh, stop. Oh, oh, you mean half turn? Half turn. <laughs> he's like, the best thing was that no matter what happened, you get a snow cone at the end. And he's like, Brian, Brian, how you doing? Snow cone, snow cone. <laughs> Play half game. Play half game. Get still, still. Not as a half snow cone, full snow cone. So I'd rather play half game and get full snow cone. That reminds me of my nephew, because when, when he doesn't care about game, uh, he's like more of a gamer, so he doesn't care about physical sports. Like so, my sister was telling me the other day that I'm like, oh, how was the soccer game? And she's like, oh, you know, he played, and then he was just like entertaining and like joking around with his friends and and getting them to laugh. And then the coach was like. Hey, uh, Dylan, get ready. You're going back in. He's like, no, no, I already played. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> Yo, I love this kid. That's what I wish I thought of that. Because every time I was on Little League, I was just like, oh, man, I got to go up to bat again. I was <laughs> like, I don't want to do this. I was like, please. I did two years of Little League, and I was like, I hated every second of it. Every second of it. It's funny that we used to get the slush puppies too at the end. Oh. Like you'd get, you'd go to the slush puppies at the MMA stand. Yo, they don't or have PLA. Those. Yeah, I was like MMA. Not MMA. <laughs> Guy like gives PLA. you, puts you in like a half Nelson. Drink this. <laughs> Enjoy the your other ones. The sun. <laughs> Dude, they don't have slush puppies anywhere else. Like. That's like if anyone knows what it is, it's like literally like ice pellets, sugar, and like water, <laughs> sort of, and then just sugar, just syrup. It's, lit- it's literally every food episode where we're gonna do from now until the end of food episodes. It's just sugar. Everything that we did as kids, Dan, involved twenty grams of sugar. Yeah, remember when airheads were big? That's exactly where you would go to. Yeah, it'd always be like te- uh, like high school like students behind doing like the cashier stuff right because all of a sudden you're okay as a business owner leaving a 16 year old to to man a register (laughs) yeah here you're responsible here you're not going to steal from us it's all cash no problem no problem (laughs) get to it but like it was um it was funny he was he's like he's like let's hear some chatter he's like what are we rabbits He's like, <laughs> He's like, hey, brother, brother. Hey, brother, Swing, Dude, all of that I remember, man. Isn't Two that spread. They don't do that in baseball. When I'm watching a baseball game, they're out there. No one's going like this. Hey, brother, brother, brother. Hey, brother, brother. Everyone's just out there going like. See, I don't know, man, because like. There has to be some sort of like shit that happens, shenanigans that happens. I think, yeah, between the catcher, in baseball because yeah. of how like how uh, long it is and how many how long the season is. <laughs> oh my god, I love the way you said that. Yeah. How 
long how, it is. How do I keep this nice <laughs> for for any of our fans that might like baseball? That is not nostalgic to me at all. It would pass. It would not pass the nostalgia test. I do like baseball movies though, but I hate the actual game. Like if the game weird. was like a movie, like if they like just sped it up in a montage, it'd be like yeah. Yeah, games like that's amazing. Yeah, and just like, <laughs> just, just put uh, what's his name? Kevin Costner. Uh, yeah, put Kevin Costner in it. Have a little narration. Yeah, yeah. But what other? What other? Uh, but what should can, we call it? Can I just say the the other part of the baseball one, which was great, but it reminded me of another thing that we did, which was very humbling. Um, was uh, when we played softball and he was talking about striking out in three pitch, oh, like soft, slow pitch <laughs> softball. And I'm like sitting there going, like, Why don't I have my Bob's Deli shirt anymore? Shout oh, out God. to Bob's Deli, the dumbest softball team name of all time. Yet I wore that shirt all the time because I thought I it was mean, hilarious, dude. It was necessary we that we were called Bob's Deli because <laughs> Bob's Deli was never going to be good. What I thought was great is that we were all like. First of all, we were we were really high all the time, and, and second of all, we were like we were all like, oh, we were young, like we got this. We're at, we were athletes in high yeah. school. Yeah, like, we got this. Horrible. We were terrible at softball. We literally showed up with no cleats, and um, remember that guy who had cleats in his trunk? Dude, he gave what me was his name, Rocky. That, his name is probably right. We're gonna call him Rocky. We're gonna uh, call him Rocky. But like he literally and his buddy, like Paulie. I mean, he had a buddy, and I think. Oh like, yeah, there was always a buddy. The best though was he brought us over. He's like, "Yo, Cleats, come with me. Yo, what yeah. size are you? All right, good. Yo, what size are you? I'm like 13. He's like, "All right, good." And I'm like, "You got a 13 size cleat in your car? What? Why? Like, do you work at models? Like, or like, you steal these? Like." I remember putting the guy was in like seven baseball leagues. How? But I remember that's all he did. Our first game, um, how horrible it was that we didn't even make it through the whole game. They just mercy stopped the game and they're double headers. And I remember playing, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I got that so was, confused. That, on the, that on was when base. we needed to, that was when we needed my nephew to be like, nah, I'm okay, coach. Yeah, it's good. I'll I'm stay good. here. Yeah, I remember being so confused. When I was a kid, I was like, hey, you get on base, you run. When As an adult, this situation is way different. I got on <laughs> base, and I was like, okay, wait a second. Like, what do I do? And like, I remember, I was like, oh, oh God. <laughs> like, this is terrible. We look terrible. Oh, it was terrible. You know what's funny? I tortured myself in the future and actually went and played, you know, shout out to Lee. I went and played hardball baseball Damn, with him. I was terrible. Dude. I would actually do the thing what Brian says in this when he, he's like, when he, when they're like, good eye, Brian, good eye. I would go like, I would bend down so like low. This is really short. <laughs> like give them the like, no strike zone. And give it a little walk. body. Yeah. <laughs> just walk. We were on a team called the Menches. The Menches. Dude, what, you were never on any teams with good names, I think. No. <laughs> it was a cool hat though. It was like, you know, Jewish yeah. match. Yeah, I have a cousin out here in L.A. Uh, shout out to Rick, who not listening. But, like, anyway, shout out to Rick. He is on a um, a hardball league. I couldn't even imagine playing that right now. I, I would I would be afraid of getting hit in the face. That's like a, that's like if all of a sudden I got into, like, recreational wrestling. But not WWE, but, like, real, <laughs> like, 
collegiate <laughs> collegiate wrestling. Like imagine we were like <laughs> so, Megan, what do you do over the weekends? Like, oh I wrestle. It's like like backyard wrestling? No, I get my unitard on. <laughs> like I haven't done it since I was like 18. I don't even get into recreational wrestling. Dude, there's probably leagues out there. Oh no, the, the I mean MMA is huge, but you know, oh. there's a mix in it. But imagine all I was doing was recreational wrestling at I almost would, forty. I would laugh my ass off. I would laugh my ass off if you told me you were doing that. That would be amazing. <laughs> like, man, you want to like, hang out on Sunday? Nah, I gotta go wrestle. I gotta go wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man, bro. That was, that was that was good. He was like. It was like saying how like how bad he was, and they're like, "Easy out, easy out." He's like, most of his stories are just like being being a kid is like a terrible thing. Like everyone oh. just makes fun of you and teases you the whole time. Yeah, like that was that was it. Stupid in school, lousy in little league. Um, one of the st- the I guess the favorite was the monster truck drivers, but oh, I, I thought that one was okay. It was funny. I thought it was all right. Um. <laughs> about the seatbelts he's like oh my god he's like people just forget about the people in the back seat like you get into someone's car they're buckling out like they're going out in the atmosphere clipping here clipping there and you're like what's going on they're like where are the back seat like where's the <laughs> seatbelts he's like he's like oh that's buried in the that's buried in the seat you have no chance of finding the yeah, we're like, going no don't start the car don't start it you remember when backseat seatbelts didn't have a shoulder and it was just yeah. a waist thing. It was like you're on I, a roller coaster. Yeah, I hated that. It was like I always felt like I was like it was the most uncomfortable situation of all time. Well, like, well, it's like it's like airplane seatbelts. Like, what are they really gonna do? Nothing. <laughs> They're gonna keep you in the seat just in case, like once everybody, you know, once it does crash, it's like all right, at least they gotta keep you there. in this. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh man! And then he's but, like talking about that friend. That like is sitting with you, but only puts the seatbelt ten minutes after, as if like you might have done something that like okay. caused him to put the seatbelt on. And so like when he looks down, I'm like, ah! Ah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god, that's great, dude. Driving is the worst. So I remember being in car. Actually, even just getting your license for the first time. I remember I was driving um, some people. Uh, during one of our summer jobs, that great, amazing custodial job that we all used to do, love uh, it. During the summer, shout out to Billy. Yeah, shout out. Billy to- was Billy was a custodian too. Oh, shout out summer, to Billy. Summer custodian. So yeah. so was Dave. Dave shout was to- there. Shout there was a Matt lot Mayer. of us. Matt I think Mayer. that was like that was like um that was like the rite of passage for like I don't know how you you like knew somebody to get the job like I and then I had some terrible somebody had it the day them. before or something like that. I actually had to do work. Like there was a couple of us <laughs> that like actually did the work. Yeah. Where everybody else was like, yeah, I was just like hanging out. But I'm like, what? I painted like, an entire school. Dude, basically. I I had to get the, I got the grounds crew with the <laughs> new, new guy. So they were constantly checking up on us. At one point I had to take I had to pick up a human feces from from uh, the back of a bush. Okay. I feel like they did this on purpose. 
They just wanted the people, the the the, the, the custodians are like, Man. let's get these high school kids. Was that did, wait? Was that the high school? Did you do the ground school at high school? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. I worked at the high school two or three years in two years in a row. Okay. And the first year I worked with a dude, and it, it was torture. Or maybe it's three years I did it. It was torture. I I painted everything by myself. They paired me up with someone, and she was useless. And I had to paint everything. And then I was oh working with Matt and um, the the man who shall not be named. And, uh, <laughs> and they were grounds crew. They did nothing. Absolutely Dude, nothing. I, I see. I was there like a year before. And I remember uh, when I had to do grounds crew, it was this this guy custodian, Steve. And I mean, he he they ended up doing grounds crew in the future ended up being all the schools, but mine, I was doing the year where they, it was all just high school and Steve was new. It was his first year. And dude, this guy made me, Oh my God. I was working all the time. I, I remember he took the weed whacker and the cracks of the sidewalk. I had to, I had to spray roundup, wait, go there with the, with the weed whacker and then sweep it all up, dude. The whole high school, it was terrible, dude. Wait, I was like, "What yeah. are we doing? What Wait, is this for?" Did Steve had a goatee? Yes. So I worked with Steve another year in the high school, but at that point he was maintenance, or he was like some special person. Yeah, he I got think. he got promoted pretty quickly. So I worked with him that year, dude. Yeah, we did nothing. I mean, we would sometimes do stuff like he would just be like, "All right, we're gonna go to like Home Depot." And he would drive to the Home Depot all the way in Hempstead. And then, like, he would just, like, be there. And he's like, all right, yeah, we're going to get something. And he was a cool guy. And then we'd sit in that office and smoke cigarettes. And then he <laughs> – remember that guy that looked like James Hetfield from Metallica? He was a tall guy, blonde yes. hair. So he came in one day, and he started making fun of Steve. And he's, they were talking about doing drop ceiling. And he goes – our audience was like, this is great. <laughs> anyway, he's like he's like you're supposed to measure everything correctly this guy's like nah fuck that i start at one side i just go all the way to the end <laughs> but jane's like they're like these little pieces and i'm like this is why our school is fucked up because like you know, no one cared you know what's crazy is that i don't know whether i was there just once but yet it felt like i was there two years in a row and i don't think i was it was just such a long summer there was another time that our, we got enlisted to do the, we had to take down the light covers, which were all metal. And this year, and there was Johnny, John, the guy John was the head custodian. He had so many keys. We used to call him Johnny oh, side jobs yeah. because this guy would leave and go do a side job. And we're there, right? Guy nuts. And there was this metal things and we were supposed to wash them and get them all like um, cleaned. And they weren't going, they were just like yellow from all the years when you were allowed to smoke. Yeah. And, and like, it, it just like all the dirtiness or whatever. We ended up going, I don't know who came up with this idea, but we ended up getting <laughs> like the dumpster sized Rubbermaid dumpsters that, you know, like the, like the yeah. Rubbermaid dumpsters, filling that up with water and a whole case of bleach. And then <laughs> <laughs> these assholes love bleach, these guys. I oh, yeah. On. Dude, and then we would let we would put all the metal pieces in there. Like I would say 50 at a time. You oh just leave it. God. You just leave it, right? 
everybody's just sitting there and we're all just joking around you know they're making fun of us that we're young and we don't know how how life yeah. is blah, blah, blah. And i was like i was like you guys are making fun of us yeah we're sitting down watching literal paint dry basically yeah. kind of so like we would <laughs> we would take it out and now all the paint basically just got deteriorated off so now it's like bright white but it wasn't like I think it was like a lot of the paint just fell off and like a layer of paint fell off. Like, you know what I realized what we could have done is gotten spray paint and just paint <laughs> spray paint. <laughs> Dude, everyone at that school is crazy. I worked there. I worked three years doing this job. I did cross street first. And yeah. when I did cross street, I worked with uh, Brian and he, yeah. and then the, and a couple other people, I, they made us clean the walls with bleach. Like I oh remember going God. the whole school. I don't know why. I don't know. And I remember sitting there going, this is wrong. This is this... not right. Like, we shouldn't be cleaning the walls with bleach. I don't know. Oh, my God. Dude, another time that we had a, I got enlisted to do the, uh, take the gum out of the um, the carpet that was in the auditorium. Terrible. And, or like the theater. And you, we, they had this awesome thing. I thought it was so cool. It was a can that freezes the gum. So it yeah. cracks it. So then you could just like vacuum it up. Yeah, Dude, it was it was crazy. And then I remember junior year, we knew where. So in senior year, when we were planning homecoming, Dave and I still had the keys to go into the storage room, and <laughs> we went it. We went in there and stole cases of toilet paper. And I remember jumping to Dave's back of his car because the custodian was coming after us, and I thought they saw it, and they were just coming to say hello because like we knew them. Yeah. Like so they didn't see it, but oh man, I was so terrified. I was Dude, terrified. The um I remember um they made us wax as wax the floors too, which was weird because that was like the most important job. Yeah. And they were like, Oh yeah, I just saw wax the floors. Like, I'm like, how do you do that? Like with a mop. I'm like, that's what? <laughs> <laughs> like, so we mop the wax on? He's like, Yeah, I'm like, that's not what I thought was gonna happen. I'm like, that's I thought you were gonna get that machine. Or I something. thought you use a machine. He's like, no, nah, that's how you strip the floor. He's like, when you wax it, you use a mop. And I'm like, yeah, that's all you do. That's so oh, my fun. God. Oh, my God. If you love this podcast and you're a sponsor <laughs> out there, we you want to tip me. Yeah, you can email us at the nostalgia test at gmail.com. So, I mean, that's right. Brian Regan's getting us to be nostalgic. That's what I'm saying. This yeah. album is, is like nostalgic in itself because it just makes you what? That's why it's so relatable. Because like, yeah. look, at, look at all the things we're talking about. All from his jokes, and that's also like all those memories flash through through my head as I'm listening to the joke. Like when he's talking about the kid party, the kid party like pinned the tail on the human on my neck. He pinned the tail on my neck. <laughs> Dude, that was the words game. I still think about like why did they let us do this? Like why did they let us do this? You spin and like in my head, you spin the kid in a circle, and then you just go, "All right, go." It's like go. <laughs> But all those games, I feel like, were set up to, like, make kids feel bad about themselves, especially Musical Chairs. Musical oh Chairs my God. is the worst game. No <laughs> one should play it. He's no like, one when I first it. walked in, I was like, hmm, doesn't look like we have enough chairs. Here. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, walk around. And there was always that guy, there was always that kid that, like, walked really slowly and was, like, trying to get us just like, yo move let's go yeah i was like you know what's crazy is 
<laughs> I mean, I like competition, so it's not. I was just like, what is that game? Like, it's so dumb. It's just, and it's only funny when you're the spectator. Oh yeah, because like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> but but it is is anxiety inducing game. Oh god. All all kid games were. All kid games were, or all kid games were just like really badly conceived. Like uh, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast yet at all, or maybe it's an episode we didn't post yet. But that stupid game when you were a kid, uh, seven up, heads down, thumbs up, let's play seven up. Did you play that when you were a kid? <laughs> Please yeah. tell me you played that. Jesus yeah, I did, I did, I did, I did. When I think back, I'm what like, was the point of the game? The point of that game was to put you put your head down, thumbs up. You played seven up. So seven people walked around and put thumbs down. And then if your thumb was put down, you tried to guess who did it. That was it. That was- <laughs> now, you're expected not to cheat. But the easiest way to cheat in that game is to put your head a little, <laughs> like your arm off the desk a little bit so you can see who looked the, the person's, person's shoes. And then <laughs> you think the person's shoes and you think, oh, uh, you. Yeah, okay, thanks. Like. I would, I would assume Jess Stanisic. Yeah, I'm calling you out, Jess. You, you probably cheated at that game because you're cheap. <laughs> just kidding, Jess. Don't worry, Jess. We're just joking. Um, oh God. I mean, did so you then, did you do prank calls? Because like when I when I heard his crank calls piece, I was just like, oh my God, that, that does me. Yeah. I did. I used to do crank calls, but like they were so stupid. <laughs> like, some of the prank calls were just me hanging up. You know, like, so none of that is really that funny, but I was like cracking up about it. I, I actually started, I did some prank calls when I was in college because we were high. It's doing stupid shit at the Vermont houses when we were like 20 of us, we would call up. We used to prank call one of the girls, this girl, Danielle. She, we knew the number to the Vermont house, so we would call up. And my friend Matt, shout out to Matt. Matt's definitely listening. He always listens. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. He he um, he called Danielle and he's like, "Is your refrigerator running?" And she fell for it. She's like, "What?" He's like, "This is the uh, service department. We just want to know if your refrigerator is running." And she's like bending down to check to see if the refrigerator is running. And I was like, "This is so stupid that this childish game is like so much fun for us." Dude, I remember. Uh, I think Steve. Shout out to Steve and uh, Brian uh, would. Uh, tell us about tell me about prank calls they used to do and they had the greatest thing they would just like call someone and literally started with like guess who so <laughs> yes, the, oh shut up steve steve's were gonna big. steve hates this episode we're, we're getting along too well on this episode. oh uh, steve you're getting a lot of you know we're getting a lot of a lot of listener mail on how much you know they don't like you <laughs> <laughs> zero mail but uh but it's funny listening to that because i'm like that is, I, I think I was nervous about doing any sort of prank calls. I thought prank calls, would, I would just like feel like, oh, 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 I mean, I don't even like making phone calls now and like having to call and then like be like, oh, they're going to, th-. that's when like star six, nine and star six, eight or whatever. That ended prank calls. Star six, yeah. nine. Yeah, totally did. That yeah. ended it. And caller ID. Yeah. Yeah. That ended all of it because you couldn't you think it. about jerky boys started like fading around that time. <sighs> yeah. There's the, the one of my other favorite ones here, and I talk about this. There's three things that humans look weird doing from afar, and he brings up two of them: <laughs> spider webs and bees. Oh my Getting God. attacked by a spider web. Well, not 
you don't get attacked by a spider web, but walking into <laughs> a spider web, getting attacked by a bee is the funniest shit to, to watch because you're the only one that knows what's going on. <laughs> it's like everybody's watching you from afar and you're just swinging and shit. Yeah. That's, that was great. The other thing is strange is watching someone eat a banana. Because <laughs> they think it's strange. I feel like. Everyone has this panic over eating bananas. Like, eat the banana. It's just okay. eat the banana. Eat it. Eat the banana. And guys, stop watching other people eat bananas. You're the creep watching. Why are you watching people eat? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All these things that happen to us like can be seen as odd for no reason. Like, and the spider webs one is like one of my favorites, though, because like here in la there are so many fucking spider webs man it's just like you walk under a tree you're, you're getting spider webs all over you the reaction to a spider web is funny because it, in in a way it's just this light thing right yeah like it could be just like hair in, in your way or just like a light breeze but in the back of our minds what we're thinking is that there's a spider attached to that fucking spider web oh yeah so you're trying to get this shit out and you can't get up. You don't know where it is. And you're like grabbing at yourself. Like you look weird. Everyone's like, what's wrong? It's like, yeah, you're like, spider. It's like, oh my God, no. It's like you feel it like God. hanging somewhere, like yeah. off of your eyes somewhere or your yeah. nose or your, oh. and if you have a beard, oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's terrible. God. Dude, bees the- used to, I used to do a lot with bees, but I punch every bee in the face. No. Um, yeah, shout out to Tanku. Uh, shout out to Dane Cook. <laughs> uh, Dane, if you're listening, He's, shout out to Dane. Dane, Cook. since you're listening, that was a great read you did with the uh, the group from uh, Richmond Hot. Um, so, which we'll go well, bees now. I just kind of let them be because you know, pun intended on that. Because um, they're not really bothering me that much unless they get close to my ear. That's kind of annoying. But like other than that, I'm just kind of like, okay, just get out of the way. Like I, I go like very slowly now because I don't want to get fucking stung, Dan. I, I've never been stung. Really? So I'm not sure if I'm allergic, which is a bad thing to find out at 40. No, yeah, that is a bad thing to just find out on the fly because so I, I'm, I've been stung by bee and it is horrible. I hate it. Yeah. It was terrible. First so day of my school. niece has been stung five times, so she's terrified from them. How, how like, did that happen? I don't know. I don't know. She's got to be doing something. So, so she, she when, when it happens, she freaks the fuck out and like is always like erratic and stuff. And I was like, you're just going to scare the bee and it's going to end up stinging me because you need to just like get up calmly. Just yeah. go like this, you know? Yeah. I, like I, people I, who are mad at like yellow jackets because yellow jackets are fucked yeah. up and they're awful and they're waste. But I'm like, that guy's a dick. He's going to get, he's an asshole. Yellow jackets are assholes. You know what's funny? Like here, uh, we have hummingbirds and I love them. It's like the animated. You see them? All the time. We oh, I them. love hummingbirds. Yeah. But what's funny about hummingbirds is that uh, when I used to walk on, when I was working on campus at USC, when we were allowed to work on campus, I would walk uh, on the campus and sometimes the hummingbirds fly so quickly that i thought one almost like went straight into my head and like i'm the only one ducking no one else knows what's going on because they're so quick so like here's a guy you're if you see it i'm just walking i'm like whoa (laughs) (laughs) no 
everyone else, because also everyone else has their earbuds in. So, like, whatever everyone's listening to, it's like, dun, 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 dun. why am I singing the Mario Brothers song right there? I was literally like, <laughs> you're like walking through the streets. <laughs> if someone's headphones fell off and I heard that they were listening to the Mario song, I'd be like, okay, I need to know about this. <laughs> this guy's going to eat a shroom soon. <laughs> Yeah, hummingbirds are awesome. Hummingbirds but... are awesome. <laughs> yeah, These no. are not. Now we have murder hornets, so I mean, I don't even know. Well, good. Yeah, but the regular bees know how to kill that. So yeah, great. There was the, another one that I really loved: the elevators. Uh, because... I was just looking at that one. What I was trying to remember that one. That one is literally a New York one. That's a New York joke because, like. When he's talking about oh. how like you get on the elevator and you're like, is that the is that the one where you, he's hitting the doors closed? Or no, no, that's not that's from another album. He does another elevator joke. No, this one is the one where you get off the wrong floor and <laughs> yeah. then you have to you have to Basically. come back in <laughs> you have to and explain people. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like they all look the same except for the the large five that's on the wall. <laughs> In a later album, he does another elevator joke where it's about New York specifically, where he goes, yeah, you know, in 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 certain places, people go on an elevator and they hit their floor and then they wait there. But in New York, they hit their floor and then they hit closed door, door closed, door closed, door closed. <laughs> He's like, and if you don't know what button the door closed one is, it's the one that's worn out. <laughs> I'm the only one that does that here. Sometimes I'll have door closed. No one else is doing it. Everyone's just like chilling. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> when I was in an elevator. Now I don't know. Like I got, I got places to be. Yeah, let's go. Come on, elevator. Let's go. It's like the person where you hit the button, wait for the elevator. You hit a button. And I forget what comedian. This is a joke that another comedian said. And then another person comes up and hits the button again. And it's just like, yeah. they just saw you do it. You're just like, I'll forget who did that. Like, like you're gonna you're gonna get it here. Yeah, like, you didn't do you it. Didn't you didn't do it. You didn't do it good. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me touch the button. Yeah, let me touch it. Go. Now no one wants to touch buttons. Yeah, I'm never touching another button ever again. Dude, the um the one that he does about animals too, and he's like, yeah, you know, bird, they have the gift of flight, and we put them in a cage on a stick. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for this. It's great, thank you. It's like I live in a par- pretty small apartment. I got a goldfish, put it in a shot glass, put a pebble in it, just like the sea. I can't help it because I had fish. I always felt bad. I was like, keep adding the fish in the tank. Like, the ten-gallon tank is like twelve fish. In the- <laughs> uh, we had a fish tank, and then one day there was a mass ma- massacre that happened, oh. or or just a plague. Because Dave forgot to uh, feed it, oh, feed them, feed them. Killed, and one time, no, no, they just all died. I think it was just <laughs> one <play>. feeding. <laughs> no, he forgot to feed it, feed them. I don't know. One day we were all sitting there. Dave was gone. I don't know where he was. And and, and Nicole's like, um, "What's floating in the f- fish tank?" And we had like a hundred gallon fish tank, and we like, oh, we like turned the light on, and it's just fifty neon. Like they were called neons. Yeah. Just laying dead. I was like, when the fuck is that? <laughs> it's like we get pets like that, like fish. 
Like it's just like it's just a countdown at that point. Like oh, you're getting, it it's a clock. Like you're just like, all right, here we go. Let's uh let's put the fish in there and all right, today's Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta do something next Tuesday. So once this fish is dead, I know what to do. Fish to me is like buying a plant that doesn't need that much watering. Like you're doing well, but it may just die out of nowhere. But those are gold <laughs> like I remember um I had all these fish. And they were goldfish, sort of, like in the goldfish family, right? So then I got a new tank. And then I got this catfish that I guess I didn't find out if it was compatible. Because I didn't oh, know God. you had to figure out if fish were compatible with each other. That's something I never knew. You just thought they lived... Like, yeah, it was just fish. Copacetically like, in, the, yeah. in, like the, uh, in the world of water. Yeah, I didn't know they were <laughs> racist. So, like, so, I put, so I put the catfish... Fish are racist. So I put the catfish in the They're tank. fishist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're like, I don't like this motherfucker. So I put the catfish in there thinking, yeah, he's going to clean up the, um, you know, the tank. Oh, Every, you, you thought it was going to be like an algae eater. Or like just, you know, catfish yeah. help clean the tank. You're like, yeah. So I didn't know. So every day went by and I'm like, why are my fish look like their fins keep like getting smaller? And I'm like, why I'm do they look terrified? <laughs> Trying fish to... all of a sudden don't, don't look as jolly as they did last week. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know what's going on. And so like I would take the pH balance of the fucking water. I was doing all that stuff. I was like changing the water. I was like, it's I don't know what's going on. Then all the fish died. Every single one of them. And they looked like they had been eaten alive. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I asked the guy at the pet store, he's like, oh, no, no, that catfish uh, not compatible. Killed all your fish. I was like, what? <laughs> So I remember I had one fish left, I think, or two or whatever. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this catfish. I don't want to, like, flush it. So I go to Mike. Shout out to Mike. And I'm like, you want this thing? He's like, hey, I'll take it. So he puts this catfish in a tank, just the catfish, right? And all all my fish died. They couldn't be safe. And and I'm like, Mike, how's the catfish go? He's like, dude, the thing is huge. It's huge now. I'm like, well, what are you feeding? He's like, nothing. I actually took some water out. It's sitting there. It keeps growing, and it's in six inches of water. We can't. Yeah. I went to the literally just in like six inches of water, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man! You can make an appetizer out of that thing. Oh my god, dude, we got to get Mike on the podcast to pay just to tell stories. Fuck, like, we'll just like, are your stories nostalgic? (laughs) The birds thing too. I, I don't know. I. I had birds. Yeah. <laughs> Not as many as Dave does. Shout out to Dave. This whole episode is filled with shout outs. And that's a nostalgia test tangent. But it is weird to me to think like you have a bird and yeah, it could fly. And I love how Brian Regan gets that. He's just like, uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, I have a gift of flight. And uh, yeah, this is great. Put me in a cage. <laughs> I already read the newspaper. I'm gonna white it out. <laughs> yeah, I lost. I lost my birds. I uh, basically opened the cage and they they left. I I think as a kid, I just wanted to see them fly. <laughs> <laughs> they left. <laughs> Goodbye. I had a hamster once. That was interesting. Um, yeah, I don't. I didn't have a hamster, but I had turtles for like. Two days. Why two do days. we have these pets? I'm trying to figure out like this joke. Just those are me realize it's like what are these things that we decided like those? Hamster, they're not. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna probably get 
chastised for this, but they're not pets. They're they're not. They don't know what you you know. They're not showing any love. They're just they're just in a, a place that they're not getting attacked by predators. Yeah, and you're feeding them. You basically just save them from that. But like they don't know that. They have no idea. Like okay. if a turtle didn't like, my grandma has a turtle, um, because some whatever somebody gave it to her and they didn't know how to take they didn't want to take care of it anymore this thing's massive right and turtles live and i was just talking about this because i had just lost my i just lost my puppy 16 years shout out to rocky oh love love this guy miss him every day and me and my wife were saying how how is it that dogs can only live for 16 years and yes people that are listening i am a dog lover and only a dog lover and yeah if you have other other pets good for you Okay, fine, but this is our show. We just lost this all is our what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's not nostalgic is pet fish, lizards, geckos, snakes, and you know what? Turtles, because they live to 100, and what do they want? They, if you took that turtle out of that, that whatever you have them in, pond slash uh, you know, tank, he would leave. He would not come back <laughs> looking for food. He would leave. Yeah. He doesn't know where the food he's just gonna keep going looking for insects and yeah. and then you know a, a pelican's gonna come down and swoop him up and kill him. Okay. So all you're really doing is saving this guy from like you know, death from like a predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. I mean, it's so weird when people get pets like that. I, I never understood it. And that's why this joke, I love this joke so much because it, it names the it, those two things. This is like, and then it just, that's the thing about his jokes. Like they compound in your memory and they bring up all the stuff that we've been talking about. And like, it makes me think of people who have, I know who've had snakes as pets or my mom, <laughs> what the fuck? My mom had a friend uh, when we were living in Queens, they had a ferret. I like, just- Kind of ferret. That thing scares the shit. That thing scared the shit out of me. It's it's a rodent, and it's like it's not. It's trying to hurt you. And they used to walk <laughs> it. Stop walking things like that. Don't put it on a leash and go outside with it. You look like this person's walking a ferret. It's like, what are you doing? It's like I, when I had a hamster. We had that ball, and the hamster okay. used to walk around, right? Why? It wants to leave. It wants to go. It's, it, you're torturing it went them. down the steps, and like it's just like yeah, because you oh. wanted to get the hell out. <laughs> oh my god, we gave it oh, a name. Ferret, and, and then like the hamster, it's like it reminds me of the witches. Like they, yeah. you just set up all these different like obstacles for them. Like oh, they're yeah. having a great time. Like no, they're just looking for food. Yeah, they want to find tight space yeah. to protect themselves because they're looking for food. And they're gonna bite. Why you. do I know that? Because I have five mice that I had to discard of. This weekend in Vermont. Oh. Okay, yeah, that wasn't fun. Okay, <laughs> they were just dead because we're poisoning them. Yeah, uh, if you're a mice lover, great, good for you. They do a great test su- subjects. Oh my god, I think <laughs> comedy style. This episode is sponsored by Lethology Brewing Company at Farmingdale, New York. It's a Nano Brewery. Come down. Uh, <laughs> ingredients. 60% New York ingredients. At <laughs> <laughs> any point. Uh, that brings but, uh, to whale noises is one of my favorite ones. <laughs> oh my god. Whale noises. It's like the best is like he's like, so the guy's gonna he his his whole job is to tell you how the whales are feeling. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> he comes in with his report and goes, this is what the whales are saying. And you're like, okay. who's going to argue with it? Like, okay. <laughs> I had this whole conversation all the time and I feel bad because I'm like sitting there going like, how do we know? Like you're saying like, the, the when he goes like, the whales are like, and it's like, it's lonely. It's just like, you're lonely. <laughs> But it's so right. It's like, I, how are you supposed to figure that out? Like, you, you're not. I'm like, like, it's like, oh, it's not giving you a facial expression. It's not doing anything. Like, I get it. They have, they have a communication system. They're not having a conversation where they're like, hey, hey what's up? How you doing? Hey, hey. That's the best. <laughs> hey, hey. No, but it was great. And then he's like, wouldn't it be crazy if like a year later you find out it's just a door swinging back and forth behind you? <laughs> Dude, if these, if animals could communicate on that level, like on our level like this, I would be scared They'd out of my mind. They would take over the world. Yeah. They would take should, over the world. We all had better hope that they're not doing that because we would be fucked if all the bugs were like at least the size of our cell phones. That's the smallest bug. We'd all be dead. Well, dude, that's why I like murder horn. It's just scary shit. Yeah. 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 No, they, that's why, like, um, you ever see the movie Starship Troopers? Oh, dude, we need to put that to the test. That movie. <laughs> yeah, that movie is crazy. That movie is crazy, but it, like, it's all animals. I mean, it's all yeah. bugs. Like, yeah. they could live a hundred times themselves. Like, yeah. we'd be fucked. Yeah. When you see an ant, like, lifting a stick or something, it's like, if that and thank like thank god that thing isn't that big like i'm glad it didn't evolve yet like i don't want to be here like i i won't be because you know i got a couple years left but maybe 40 (laughs) if i'm lucky but like imagine as like you know if the earth is still here and animals keep evolving and they're like one animal does get as big as like let's say the size of a boston terrier so like like a bug that big holy like shit. imagine a bug 30 pounds no no that's okay. an alien dude that's an alien because like are, think about uh, think about how scared we get off of a bee and spider webs yeah <laughs> <laughs> now imagine a spider web made by a spider that's like 30 pounds dude they showed that in the gremlins 2 movie like he'd be oh, fine yeah there you go they, they knew shout out to gremlins 2 <laughs> Gizmo, you were fucking terrible. You're a terrible pet. That's a fucking terrible. You want to talk about a fucking crazy pet? Yeah. Where did Gizmo come from? Was Gizmo an alien? See, I don't know. He he had to be an alien. He's not a creature of any sorts that, like, what is his lineage? They don't have to explain that. They just said that he was found in, like, Japan or China, right? They don't explain it because he could sing. And also he's like, hey, hey, hey. I mean, I don't know what the song he sang, but it was like, hey. and then like, don't get him wet. What's the first thing he does? There's a lot of rules with Gizmo. Yeah. I mean, when you have a dog, the rule is walk it, uh, feed it, make sure it doesn't bite anybody or you or whatever. Done. Right. That's pretty much it. Like almost like, you know, make sure it doesn't hurt anybody. Make sure it doesn't poop and pee in your house and, and walk it. Right. Take care of it. Love it. With Gizmo, the first thing, all right, don't feed it after midnight. It's just like, yeah, I'm going to, that's going to happen. Because I, you know, I remember all the times I got home late, like when I had my dog, the first thing I did was like, I'm going to make a sandwich two in the morning. And then here's my dog, like, hey. And I'm like, here, 
Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Now imagine I had my dog had the rules Gizmo had, and I fed my. I'd be like, oh shit, not again. Oh man, that's it. <laughs> not again. Gremlins twelve. And why is it that that's like his allergic reaction that he just like makes evils of himself? Like, what does he do otherwise? Sing. He sings in a cage. By the way, another He's in thing. a cage. Yeah, he's in a bird cage. So when they first see him, he is in the cage. Why? I can't believe we just went on this tangent. And that's a nostalgia test tangent. But think about it. His sole purpose is to create bad gremlins. I feel like his sole purpose is to create the end of the world. Like he is the like you know how he's like. Any point. One, one last one. Go ahead. Which is the last, the last joke that he finishes with is, why do dogs bark at three o'clock in the in the morning? And he's like, not like during the day barking, like, oh hey, remember that time? Yeah, yeah. It's like we're talking about the one that's like, hey, 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 hey. Hi! 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 Oh my god. Oh my god. Dude, do you remember the movie uh Turner and Hooch? Yes. That was with Tom Hanks, right? Yeah, so you remember that scene where the dog is outside and he's doing this? He's just barking for no reason. And Tom yeah. Hanks runs out there and it's on the way. He's like, he's like, what? What? He's like, what do you want? you're not hungry you're not eating the hamburger you're not eating the bun eat the bun you're not thirsty you're not drinking the orange juice the water it's like what do you want you want me to make you a margarita shut up <laughs> and every time like i hear this joke i think of that because it was just like dogs do that it's just so what are they bar- my dog would do that sometimes i'd let her out when we were on long island and it's just like late at night because she wanted to go out she'd go out there and all of a sudden she'd just start barking i'm like what the hell is she barking at right now and you go out there she's just standing in the middle of the yard barking and i'm like what are you doing yeah she looked at me like what what you don't hear that you, you don't hear that hey 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 it's like they hear or see something or smell something when is there oh remember that time you were chasing your tail yeah, that was fun. <laughs> oh, man. All right, we can go. Phonics work for me. Work it on phonics. Work, the, work it for me. Man, I remember Hooked on Phonics, man. That, oh, did that you do commercial, that? I should have. <laughs> English was my second language until I was five years old. That commercial was great. Hooked on phonics, work for me. Yeah. And that was the best one. He's like, imagine the person didn't couldn't do it. And he's like, who get on phonics? Work it for me. And he's like, you tell him. We ain't moving a lot of tapes this way. Oh, you know what we almost missed? Go ahead. Wrap this up. When he says, when the teacher goes, Brian, what is the plural for ox? And then like the gun is like oxen. He's like, what's full of her box? Boxing. <laughs> many geese, many, many, many geese in the in the woods is in. In the in the woods is in.
<laughs> Brian, what are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How do you make something a pro, Brian? Add an S. <laughs> when? Oh, Always. My <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Brian Regan, man. You made us go back. That's, woof. Yeah, I already know. Everyone's got to know what, what we're going to say about this episode. Yeah, it totally doesn't pass on themselves. <laughs> oh, it's fucking terrible. This thing is, this thing is three musketeers, the candy bar. Yeah. Now, uh, I I realize that I have to say that because like I'm never talking about the movie when I talk about this. Yeah. Now. Or the book. It's, it's just off. like oh, the terrible. Yeah. Well, we, that that movie wasn't good. We know it wasn't. No. It wasn't Charlie Sheen like one of the three musketeers? Shut up. Was he? Hey, Tiger Blood then. <clears throat> I mean, Manny, here we are. I mean, at the most important part of the, the oh, there were two of them, one in 2011 and one in 1993. So one in 1993 had Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen, Kiefer Sutherland, Chris O'Donnell, Oliver Platt, Tim Curry, and Rebecca DeMornay. All right. Brian Regan live, 1997, Manny. I mean, does it pass? Does it not pass? It, this thing flying colors, obviously, because what just what just happened during this episode that we do not plan out. It it, it was phenomenal. I love going back to all the stories. Obviously, this is like the perfect nostalgia album. It mm. makes you first of all remember the album, remember the times listening to it, yeah. and then it makes you even remember the times of being a kid. You know, growing up, even if you grow up in any era, I think era, you, you can relate. Yeah. To to some of his stories. I mean, even I think if like you give it to someone who's maybe ten years young, younger than us, would still like kind of remember some of those things, like those classic things, and like he's so os- observational, humor, like, and again, so skilled to not have to like make this dirty. Yeah. It was so much fun. It's it's like the same feeling I get when I watch Sandlot. Mm. It's the same feeling, just wholesome fun. Yeah. It's just yeah. a good time. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it passes with flying colors. It was just so much fun to listen to and then talk to you about. I think like even the jokes I'm thinking still that there were jokes we didn't even talk about, even like the idea of his name and like when people give him. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it's Caroline, Brian. Caroline. Caroline. Sorry, Carolyn. Or oh shit, we missed the the one was like, how's that baby doing? No, that's something you guess at. Never, 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 never. never, 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 never. How's that baby doing? Baby doing. It's like you know, words are coming out of your mouth, and it's just like, oh, oh no. He's like, he's like, take luck, take take good care of the luck you might have. I was just like, oh, my name's Amy. Oh, A M Y. It's like, no, A I M Y E A. I was like, oh. I was like, Brian. Yeah, X, the letter Q, number three. It's very hard to say my name. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, God. It's still going. But like, I think Brian Regan's album passes the nostalgia test. I think. You're right too. having a comedian be able to do this and make jokes without cursing and create punchlines that are just fun and amazing. And and also in a time where like we need to laugh, we need this. And the skill that he has of writing these jokes uh, without 
you know, curses as punchlines or pauses and stuff like that really goes to show that you can be funny and uh, get as many people in on the joke as possible. And it doesn't have to be too crazy. Pass the flying colors with me too. Brian Reed, very, live. Very relatable. Yeah, absolutely. Woo, well, Manny, another great episode. Like, subscribe, comment, share. Yeah. Let us know what you think about Brian Regan and any yeah. other comics that you think that we should put to the test that make you feel nostalgic that you think that might actually pass the test. Because uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to think about our next uh, comic album to listen to. Go to our website, thenostalgiatest.com. Right there on the right side of the website, all the way at the bottom of the list, it says suggest a test. Click that. Suggest a test. Let us know what you want us to test. Uh, join the mailing list. It's all on that same side. Um, and hit us up on social media and Instagram and Twitter and everything. And you'll hear the drops at the end of the at the of the episode. And do you think Steve Herrera passes the test? <laughs> let, let us know. Steve, we're coming for you again. <laughs> Give us something to argue about, Steve. I don't see you suggesting any tests. Give us something to argue about if you want to see us fight. Thank you guys Thanks for hanging out Uh, We'll see you next time Thanks for listening to today's episode Please subscribe to the Nostalgia Test Podcast To know when new episodes drop Don't forget to leave us 5 stars And a positive review so more people can find the podcast Share your thoughts and memories On today's topic on our Twitter At Nostalgia Test And on Instagram At the Nostalgia Test Tune in next time Because you never know what pop culture will pop up On the nostalgia test.